If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. All right, thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. My voice got very dramatic there. 1-800-878-PLAY. Why did I say that phone number? I say it in my sleep for years. It is the toll-free line, whereas you can talk sports with me. Really, Rick? Do you really want me to? Kind of. Kind of have a sore throat. Come on in, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, rollerball, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket. It doesn't matter. If it's sports, sports, if it's sports, I'm interested in the call. Then they'd have the day seven, eight play. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. However you're receiving the program, you kids today with all your apps. Deep fried mozzarella sticks. You can listen to us that way, and uh, you can also go on the internet, sportsbyline.com. Click listen live, and uh, you'll be able to uh, hear us that way. If you'd like to write me an email, it's Mr. Handsome at countpimpula.org. You can go on that way as well. Or you can just drop by here on the studios here on Broadway and Sansom in downtown San Francisco and throw your full body weight against the glass. We might call the fuzz. Yeah. I think you can tell how old I am when I say fuzz. 1-800-878-PLAY. Tune in app as well. iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. I'm on Twitch.tv. Yeah. There I am right there looking resplendent in my Germany sweats. Come on. <laughs> Also, uh, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network, Channel 2. Joey Shead is rebranding himself. He's now Joe Keithley, and he has a solo album. We also have Brandon McLemore, writer, director, co-star. Karen Lyle will drop by for Sales Bart. We've got some uh, Navy vets on the other side as well. Come on back. 
Before New Cascade Platinum Plus, I would pre-rinse all my dishes because my old detergent just wouldn't get them clean. But now, I do dishes differently. And no pre-wash, no rewash, money-back guaranteed kind of different. Because Cascade Platinum Plus has double the grease fighting power of Dawn built right in with twice the scrubbing power, giving me a clean that lets me break all the dish rules. I just scrape, load, and I'm done. Yep, <laughs> so clean. With Cascade Platinum Plus, I dare to dish differently. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Speaking of that, it's our pleasure now to welcome to the show a disabled Navy vet, Steve Holston, alongside recreational therapist Shauna Hill. They're here to talk about the National Disabled Veterans Annual Winter Sports Clinic 
And um, ladies first is Shauna. Tell us a little bit about how you got involved in this great cause. Uh, well, I'm a recreation therapist out of the VA hospital um, for many years now on a spinal cord injury unit. And this is part of our treatment plan and something we do to coordinate a team coming to the event. But I plug it in definitely as treatment planning for my veterans and rehabilitation. And so that's how I got involved. My predecessor brought me out here. Um, it's amazing, a clinic, and I've been here ever since for the last 14 years. Kind of the fast track for therapy for all the things we're working on. It just brings it all together. Yes, this is going on right now until the 31st in Snowmass, Colorado, a perfect name for it. And uh, Steve, they also call this uh, NDV WSC. That's a mouthful. Just miracles on a mountainside. What has it meant to you, Steve? Well, I believe it was uh, a miracle for me. Uh, actually, I was an inpatient in the hospital, Spinal Cord Injury Center in Palo Alto, California. I had a traumatic brain injury and a broken back up a 90-foot cliff, Persian Gulf. And I uh, recovered from that. And before I left the hospital being discharged, I saw a poster on the wall advertising the very first clinic in Grand Junction, Colorado, Powderhorn Ski Resort. I got excited because even though I had a traumatic brain injury, lost a lot. I remember I used to love to snow ski. I learned it in Sun Valley, Idaho. I was in the Navy there in a training facility, and I uh, asked my doctor if I could go to the clinic, and he, he released me to go, even though the steel rods in my back weren't fully healed yet, but he told me to be careful, etc. and I went to the clinic, and uh, I tell you, it was just absolutely amazing, because I was in process of rehab from my brain injury, and so many things click, click, clicked at the first clinic I went to. In fact, it's uh, a story of my first ski instructor going up on the lift with, going up on the lift with her, telling her, I skied this, I skied that, which I did before the injury. Um, got to the top of the lift, I forgot how to get off the lift. And so I uh, did the yard sale thing, my skis popped off, and I'm on the ground. So she helps me get up, and my skis back on, skied over to the edge, and she said, I'm going to make an S, that you follow me down the hill. So she goes down the hill, makes an S, and I go straight down the hill. I forgot how to turn, I forgot how to slow down, I forgot how to stop. I was just bonsai all the way to the bottom of the hill until I hit this big rubber rubber mat. It's yelling, get out of the way, get out of the way, splitting the Red Sea. You know, it was just uh, amazing. <laughs> After that, did the bunny hill and just, I relearned, everything, everything clicked because these, these instructors are professionals and they show you everything. It's just absolutely amazing at this clinic. It's, it, the help is all there and it's just, and again, it's amazing. Well, that's the other thing, Steve, when you say the help is there because you know, American military members, you guys are hard-boiled, you're, you're trained to be resilient, you're trained to, to do things yourself, and I know it's very, very hard sometimes to ask for that help that is there. What would you say to other vets that are, you know, maybe still a bit reticent about participating? Well, I mean, I was, I was humbled off a 90-foot cliff, and uh, from the for TBI, they had to really had to write my own name again and everything, ground zero. But uh, for the other veterans, uh, that may not be your experience, but this, uh, this clinic, everything is all laid out. All the bugs have been worked out, and it's just, uh, it just flows like a, what do they say, like a well-greased wheel? Or it's just, it's just it everything flows. Any questions? Does somebody have answered all your questions? I'm just putting a plug in for that. It's just, it's just totally awesome. Yeah, you have a lot of professionals here all week, adaptive ski instructors from all over the nation, and... Um, and skilled staff, clinical staff, a lot of support and backup for anything that's needed for the veterans this week. Very good. And uh, 
Also, Steve, I remember <clears throat> before Super Bowl 50, I hosted uh, a radio event for the wounded uh, warriors out here in the Bay Area, and I got to interview some guys, some Marines, uh, absolutely uh, incredible what they had gone through. There were guys that had had their basically their faces melted off, all their limbs were gone, and they kept saying, hey, this country is worth it, you know, to keep people like me uh, safe, you know, I mean, it's just, uh, what does that mean to you when you know that the sacrifices you've made for this country and, and what you think of it? Well, for me personally, I know that when I saw that poster on the wall about the first clinic in Grand Junction, Powderhorn, as I, I just, I remember I used to love to ski, but now I lost my right hand, I lost my right pet line, I'm just, I, I have some losses because of my injuries, plus my TBI, TBI on top of that, I didn't know if I could do it. I was actually kind of scared. I was excited and scared at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I was encouraged to come and encouraged to go. And uh, I, was, I was, even with the limitations, it's an adaptive um, clinic. Well, that, if I'm missing this, they have something else to help um, plug that gap. It's just because I ski with one pole and not two poles because my hand's just paralyzed. But I, I learned to ski with one pole. I've been doing it for years now, and it's all good. It's a, and professional ski instructors are on scene. I think I could play off that. You just see the veterans come together. It's the camaraderie that you had in service that really pulls everybody together, and they support one another, and in that way they lift each other up, and you get through the clinic. And in that way, I see a lot more pride and confidence come back with individuals. And, and then I see, okay, this is why they serve, you know, this community, this connection, and this taking care of one another still. So um, I see that in Stephen all the time, mentoring new veterans that come in, just like you would with your wanting to serve this country and, and individuals. Well, Shauna, as he was saying, adaptive. I mean, for you, you're wearing two hats because you're doing the physical and you're doing the mental. You're not just sitting behind a chair with a pen and a pad. What does that mean for you to sort of, like, be there tangibly? Well, as a recreation therapist, um, we picked this job to be active, and I really believe in the benefits and the health of getting um, people moving again. The mental wellness, um, for one, you know, not it's the invisible injuries that are out here as well. So, but the shift in mood and the ability to maintain the change and shift in mood, we're really looking at improving um, quality of life, but also improving day-to-day function, and, and even if it's just maintaining it, we don't want to see further decline for our veterans. So, yeah, the psychological benefits, um, social benefits for people who become reclusive because of their injury, this is the week to explore it and do it in a safe clinical setting, but it's also separated because these veterans get to be with the ski instructors who are not the VA staff, so those who are kind of standoffish of wanting to be in that clinical setting definitely get the connection on their hill with their some of the therapists are out there, but mostly it's these ski instructors, and, and it really gets how real time. You're no longer in the hospital doing rehab. You're doing it on the hill. So it's, it's incredible for me to bring people here and, and work up to these goals for individuals and then see them go off on their own and pursue more activity in sports or ski locally. But here I can trust that I'm going to have the support and the, um, the clinical expertise of the staff that's here and the instructors. And I, I totally depend on the camaraderie of these veterans. You introduce them and it's over. It's, it's on, I guess. It's not over. It's, it's Friends for life. Friends for life. Yep. Yeah, it's well said. It's fantastic. It's the National Disabled Veterans Annual Winter Sports Classic going on until the 31st in Snowmass. 
Colorado. We've been here with the VA's recreational therapist, Shauna Hill, and uh, Steve Holston. Steve, I come from a Navy family, man, and thank you for your service as always, and uh, best of luck to both of you. Thank you so much. All right, yeah. You know, that's one thing just to say thank you for your service, but, like, Shauna gets out there in the snow and uh, really does thank them in, like I said, tangible ways. Very cool. All right, we've got some open lines on the other side. Let's take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. 
1738. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right, back to the show. Nice to have you with us. What's going on? Get in and get heard, y'all. Let's go to New York City with my man Charlie. How you doing, Charlie? Rick, since baseball starts tomorrow and uh, on the quest of 110 losses for our beloved A's, <laughs> who to blank is Kyle Muller, and why is he starting opening day? Kyle Muller... Six foot seven, uh, broke the all-time high school record for consecutive strikeouts with 24. He was the best baseball player in Texas. Second-round pick of the Braves. He came in the Sean Murphy deal. He did get a call-up to the Braves last year. He got a little bit shelled. Um, but this is one of our best pitching prospects. Um, he's new to the organization. He probably didn't even know if he was even going to make the team, and now he's the opening day guy. So on paper, he's everything you want. He's tall. He's got a great arm. He doesn't have Does the... he look like... <clears throat> Does, I'm sorry to cut you off. Does he look like he can be a good pitcher in this Well, league, yeah, if, uh, you, if you judge a book by its... I mean, I haven't seen him pitch in person. I will Thursday. But um, right. on paper, he's a great prospect. He's a second-round pick. He was, like I said, like Josh Beckett and Roger Clemens, the Todd Van Poppel, the, the best baseball player in Texas. Uh, second-round right. pick of the, okay. came, came through a great organization. As he's got the height. He's got the arm. So I really like the prospect of Kyle Muller. I thought he had a chance to maybe get that uh, fifth spot in the rotation, but now he's the opening day starter. I just hope it's not too much for him. Okay, uh, follow-up question. Uh, uh, Olsen, uh, Christian Pache, if that's how you pronounce it, mm-hmm. is uh, not going to make the team, I hear, and is going to either be waived or traded because he's out of options. What, uh, what happened to him? Was he just not as uh, – was wasn't he one of the – him and Langoliers, weren't they the two prized acquisitions in the Olsen trade? And now – now he may not even make the team and it will be traded or released or put on waivers. Well, the, that, it's just one thing for Pache, and that is he just can't hit Major League pitching, and he really can't even hit AAA pitching. Um, his defensive prowess is amazing. He is a big league center fielder through and through, but I think he's going to get outrighted. I think he's going to get cut, and I think no one will have any interest in him and he'll be right back there in Vegas. Now, here's the thing. In the spring, he hit over 300, and I think he would have made the team had we not got Estuary Ruiz because that's probably going to be our opening day center fielder. So uh, if Ruiz wasn't there, I think he'd probably be on the team. But he re- he's really that bad of, of a hitter, uh, uh, with a uh, major league hitter. Yeah, he he's he's probably like about a, a 100 pitcher, a hitter. So it's basically close your eyes and swing. He's that bad. Wow, and that says a lot for a team that batted what 216 last year. Yep. <laughs> worst batting average I think since the 60 
65 or 68 Yankees. So uh, uh, are they are they worse this year hitting wise? They, oh yeah, I guess this. I guess if Seth Brown is your best, player, <laughs> <laughs> if he's your best player, that's horrible. Um, uh, all right. Well, on, on that happy note, that's all. I just wanted to pick your brain a little about. Uh, and Jed Lowry's still not on the team. They didn't. Uh, <laughs> Jed Lowry uh, is not for the. 18th I'm waiting time. for him to do a Vinny Testaverde and come off the couch in July. Wonderful. All right. All right, that's all I got, buddy. All right, hey, thanks for the call, Charlie. I appreciate it. Yes, opening day coming for my team on uh, Thursday, the local team here, the Giants, heading to Yankee Stadium. Last night, by the way, the A's and the Giants were wrapping up their uh, little Bay Bridge series, which used to be a big deal. They got like 11,000 people at the Coliseum two days ago. And yesterday at, um, I still want to say, it's so weird saying Oracle, for that park after we got brainwashed into saying Oracle for the Coliseum Arena. Anyway, where the Giants play, the Pack Shack. That Sergio Romo, he announced to the Giants, I'm going to come back, sign a one-day contract, and I'm going to pitch in that game. And being that he was one of nine guys who had three rings, and he was fifth all-time in appearances, and he was the closer on the 2012 World Series team, the Giants said, sure, come on in. And last night I was watching in the seventh inning. They put him in. The A's were already on their way to a win. It's spring training. Who cares? They were up like 11-3 to three or whatever. But <clears throat> uh, Romo couldn't get in out. He actually did get in out. The guy at second base, it was a force out, but the guy said safe, the umpire. Then Gabe Kaplan, Kapler comes out and says, I don't say Gabe Kaplan, like welcome back, Carter. Gabe Kapler comes out and says, that was a force out. And then Hunter Pence yanks Romo, and Romo was not happy. And not at all. But then Romo did probably the longest. Uh, I, I, I got the feeling that he thinks he's more beloved than he is. <laughs> he's almost acting like Posey. I don't know how Giants fans feel, but he walked over. Every single person on the team he gave a long hug to. Most of them were strangers. It's been a while. I mean, he even pitched for the A's. It's been a while. He hugged Kapler. He hugged everybody. And then he came back out, and he took his hat out, and he had this thing where he looks like he scalped himself with a ponytail. Whatever his hairdo is, it's a free country. But he's standing there, and he's crying, and then he's walking around, and then he stands at the steps, and he won't come down. And I had the feeling, it's like, let him enjoy his moment. He did mean a lot to the franchise. I wouldn't say he's one of the all-time greats. He'll get his plaque outside, right? What's the rule there? Five years with a team, you get a plaque? I don't know. It's J.T. Snow and Marvin Bernard. They got plaques outside. Yes, Marvin Bernard has a plaque. Kurt Manwaring, I believe, has a plaque. Kurt Manwaring women's underpants. It's okay these days. Anyway, uh, it's always been okay, Rick. I know. But I think Sergio Romo, I'm not going to say they're going to play Oscar music. I think he was about two to three seconds away for the umpire saying, will you get off the damn field? We're trying to play. I know it's exhibition, but we're trying to get out of here. And even Kapler had this look on his face where he got hugged for the third time. And it's like, hey, yeah. And then Kapler, I think he wanted to say is, I don't really know you. I had nothing to do with this organization when you were here. 
But you don't want to ruin the moment for the guy. He's crying. And then he goes in and he hugs Alyssa Nakin. She had nothing to do with Sergio Romo. He was long gone by the time she got there, right? I want to say. Um, but anyway, I, I have seen a million times people sign the one-day contract like Nomar Garcia-Para. I got to retire as a, a Red Sox. Jerry Rice, I got to retire as a Niner. I can't retire as a Seahawk. I mean, it, it happens all the time. I always think it's kind of dumb, but I figure, you know, what does it hurt? I've never seen a guy sign a one-day contract and then play. (laughs) And basically tell the team, can I come back and retire as a giant? Sure thing, Sergio. I just want to pitch one inning. What? Just one inning. All right. And then he's out there like, you're not even going to let me get out of this trouble. There was like this Texas leaguer that landed in front of the left fielder. At this point, it's guys who won't even make the team. But And then Romo's like, he just I don't know if he's ever been more mad about getting yanked <laughs> in his career. It's almost like he wanted to tell Pence, and he was sent out there by Kapler. He goes, you know I'm never going to pitch again for the rest of my life. Can I try to get a double play ball? Can I see if I can squirm out of this inning? And it's basically, look, I know it's your night, and I know you want to have fun, but the reason we're playing this game is for, at least on paper, the development of our young players or to get our veterans sharp. So I think you've wasted enough time for your own self-indulgence. It kind of reminds me of my old buddy, Jason Barrett, who was the PD at 95.7, and when he left... There was a roast for him at Cobb's. He thought of it. He booked Cobb's. (laughs) So what I did was I wrote down, I swear, 20 minutes of material. I tried it out with my friends. They died. They go, oh, I can't wait till you do it. And then Barrett comes to me the night before, and he's like, Tittle, we're going to have five hours with the entire place at Cobb's. You're the only one I trust to hold it down. I went, what? I need you to do a five-hour solo shift. I went, (laughs) I want to roast. I was going to roast every. I was going to roast Townsend and Buker and Huff. I was going to roast all those people. Dibley. Ah, man, I had so much material. But anyway, my point is there's nothing bad about getting a five-hour shift in your hometown market except then when you thought, first of all, five-hour shift is a long time to be on the air by yourself. But anyway, my point is this kind of felt like what JB did was like, I'm throwing a celebration party for myself. And I'm like, okay. So um, that's nice for Sergio, but as I said, I, he was perilously close to people ruining the moment and saying, you got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> you got to go. All right, I'm Rattita. We'll come on back. We'll talk a little sailing with Karen Lyle next on Sports Byline.
Karen Lyle in London today with a Salesport Talk Spotlight on the world of professional racing. It is March 28, 2023, and it has been exactly one year since the announcement that Barcelona had secured the venue rights as the host city for the 37th America's Cup. Following the signing of the agreement, work has been ongoing transforming the Port Vale and Port Olympic areas ready to host the competing teams who are setting up bases and will be on-site starting this summer. Around the Port Vale, building work is now apace as the construction of the team's bases takes shape. For the teams themselves, winter training has been an intense period with new boats launched, new design ideas coming to fruition, and sailing techniques honed through long hours on the water. The defender of the America's Cup was the first to receive and launch the exciting new AC-40 yachts in Auckland for the Youth and Women's America's Cup. This will be a very strict one-design format that will reward the talent of the next generation of sailors in the world. Let's listen to what two of these new sailors have to say about these boats. The humming you hear in the background is the sound of these boats foiling at high speeds on the water. I just can't get enough. It's, it's awesome sailing. It's really fun. I can't wait for more people to, to get on them, especially youth and the women. It's, they're so fun. They're like a bit of a go-kart, so it's, it's going to be some awesome racing, and I think it's really going to make that big step up in skill sets, which is going to be so good. They're nothing like I've ever sailed. They're, they're foil fast, and the, the foils are yeah, super, super cool to learn about and get a hang of. So just looking forward to keep learning and keep asking questions from the guys and uh, having a bit of fun. SailGP will be returning to the San Francisco Bay for the final championship race of its third season. I asked Ben Ainsley in San Francisco last year about the currents in the San Francisco Bay and their impact on his racing. Let's listen to his answer. The currents here are stronger, I think, than any pretty much any of the other venues that we go to and it's quite critical in terms of what it the effect it has on the wind across the course and so that's an interesting element to the racing here but it, it's always surprising here quite what an impact it has on the wind as the current changes it changes inshore first and it really does impact the breeze especially along this uh, city shoreline. CLGP San Francisco will be held on the 6th and 7th of May in San Francisco for the third season championship race. Going into this race, the leaderboard is Australia and Tom Slingsby, number one, New Zealand and Peter Burling, number two, France and Quinton de la Pierre, number three, Emirates Great Britain and Ben Ainsley, number four, Denmark and Nikolai Sehested, number five, Canada and Phil Robertson, number six, United States and Jimmy Spithill, number seven, Switzerland, number eight, and Spain, number nine. But, as we have seen in the previous CLGP races this season, anything can happen on the water, so the last race is yet to be won. This is Karen Lyle with Salesport Talk Spotlight. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Great to have you with us. And when you hear Christopher Cross, do we have both our guests ready? We do have just Karen? Okay, Karen Lyle is with us. Karen, we're waiting on Commodore Chris Arscott, is that right? Yes, we. Uh, I, I tried to, cat, to loop him in, but Dominic's working on it. So it's you and me, Rick. All right, tell us more about uh, the topic today, which is the Royal Western Yacht Club. Well, the Royal Western Yacht Club is um, actually in Plymouth in England, and 
it is called the Royal Western Yacht Club of England, I guess, to distinguish it from a, 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 some, something over in our part of the the world. There's one in and, Scotland, too, probably, yeah. Yes, and there's that, too, right? Mm-hmm. And it's more than 200 years old. They were actually scheduled to do their 200th anniversary, and then the pandemic happened, so um, they had to cancel that plan. But they created three really significant races um, over here in this part of the this this part of this side of the pond one is something called Ostar um which is a one man one boat and the ocean it actually started in 1956 and then 1960 i think was the first race and there was someone named Blondie Hassler who became interested in the challenges of offshore single-handed sailing and this was before Robin Knox Johnson whom you you and I know both um went on his round the world so they were kind of the pioneers in this whole whole thing. So uh, I think what, what we should stress is that you're over there right now, Karen. I am in London, <clears throat> yes, and I'm not actually in Plymouth, which is where right. the this um, this wonderful illustrious yacht club is. But uh, that's about a two and a half hour train ride for me if I were to hop on the train to go over that way. Mm-hmm. But anyway, there. Um, so I've been having a great time over here in England. I obviously was going to stay two weeks, and I stayed three instead. So isn't that nice to be independently wealthy? I I admire it. Um, either that or foolish. <laughs> what are some of the things that you, I mean, because you and I have been there several times, not to brag, I guess I just did brag, but what are you, you doing? Okay. I know. What What are you doing that you've not done before? Oh, many things. This last week, I went to the King's Troop Royal Horse Artillery. Wow. And that is the the um, the beautiful horses and chargers and, and whole army battalion that basically bring the um, the guns that that do the ceremonies for the birthday and the celebrations for the 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 king and the queen before that. And it was called the King's Troop because it was part of the um, many battalions of horses um, back in the day. I think this was about 70 years ago, and um, and um, our late queen's um, father went and inspected and saw how marvelously precise and wonderful they were at what they did, and he says, we're going to cross out this and call it the King's Troop. And so it was kept with that name in honor of him. And um, they have so many people that put that together. I went to a saddler's, uh, the master saddler, and saw how all the saddles are made, to the tailor, and saw how all the um, the uniforms that they have actually are built upon actually being armor and, and the way that they, you know, those little um, white um, pieces of um, braiding across the chest. If you If you look at one of these uniforms up close, it's very, very stiff, and it actually can, you know, resist um, probably um, bullets of a low of a low speed. I'm sure that what we have now is a little bit more powerful. But then I got to meet the horses, and they all have unique names. One I took a picture with was Paul, um, but they also have names that come from historical. Um, sources and and those and the horses change, but the names remain the same. And for the different roles that they are in in carrying, you know, they they have horses in front that um, 
that are the leaders, horses close to the wheels, and then the centers, which are in the middle. Anyway, I love horses, actually. You, you might have guessed. So um, how about your also your love for pianos? Are you uh, checking out any British pianos? Well, actually, I did have a conversation with David Crombie, who, who does a World News Report, and he, he is out of, and um, close, he grew up in Plymouth. Plymouth, no, it wasn't Plymouth, is it Portsmouth? Mm-hmm. And um, so he keeps a record of all of these wonderful historical pianos, and from time to time I report on things that have come through piano finders that we've brokered, and, and he will send it out to the world through his report. So we had a little conversation, and I found out he's a windsurfer, which is something I didn't know, having uh, communicated with him for over 40 years. I didn't know that he was a windsurfer until I came here and started talking about sailing. <laughs> So what do you, by the way, with Karen Lyle from salesporttalk.com, she's in England right now. What do you think about uh, sailboarders? Are they sort of cousins to sailors, or are they just wild men and wild women that have nothing to do with it? You know, I think cousins, because you're dealing with, anytime you're dealing with waves, the ocean, wind, um, you know, the forces of nature, I think that anyone who's on the water is related in some way, because, you know, the ocean doesn't change. We just change the way that we react to it. All right. Tell me more about the West End. Have you gone to any shows? Tomorrow. I'm going to go see Harry Potter and uh, the the Harry Potter, Potter musical that they have in the West, I guess at the Palace. So, And it's actually a five, six-hour show. It's divided what? into two segments. Yeah, you start at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you have two and a half hours, and you take a dinner break and come back at 7. Wow, it's a double feature, huh? It is a double feature, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh I happen to be a Harry Potter fan. By the way, um, Dominic is saying that his line is engaged, so uh, unless there's another way to get him, it looks like it's just going to be you and I. Um, We were trying to get a hold of Commodore Chris Oscott of the Royal Western Yacht Club. Um, How did you get it... um, involved with him and uh, this topic today, Karen? Well, basically, the In-N-Out Navy and Military Club has reciprocal privileges. And when I first came out here, um, I went to the Royal Malta Yacht Club on a referral from the the In-N-Out Club. And the way these private clubs work is that if you have, um, if the clubs know each other and the Commodores know each other over time, they develop relationships and they say, hey, if your members are over in our neck of the woods, then you can your members can use our club as though it were their own. And um, and then our members, when they come to your club, can use your club as, as, as though it were their own. And there's usually, there can be some restrictions on how that's put together based on the individual relationships. But some of these relationships go back 100 years. And well, so good news, Karen, not to interrupt you, but we have got a hold of Commodore Chris Arscott. He is from the Royal Western Yacht Club. And uh, Chris, welcome to the show. Rick Tittle and Karen Lyle with you, uh, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. What is it like to be the steward of something that goes back to the time of Queen Victoria? And he's disconnected. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Usually exactly. long intros, yeah. Um, he's yeah. using a, a phone from Queen Victoria's time as well. Maybe so. 
So maybe so. We had a lovely conversation with no interruption earlier today, which I think was about one o'clock in the morning for you because we're eight hours ahead over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but anyway, as uh, as we're I guess we're waiting for Dominic to connect him again. I should tell you about the next race that was started. It was the two-star race, and that was a two-handed transatlantic race. And just to give you an idea, that when this first race, the O-star, was started, there were so many boats that wanted to be in it that um, there was a protest um, from the local the authorities saying that, that um, it was too massively oversubscribed uh, is what they call it because so many competitors wanted to be part of it and there wasn't enough room on the water so they made another race called the two-star race um, for that could have larger boats and we're talking boats that are up to 85 uh, feet um, so 150 entries I mean just a massively impressive show of boats on the water I would I would love to see this race in person. It, it looks it looks absolutely beautiful, especially when they get the spinnakers out. And those are the really colorful sails that you see out in the front of the front of the boats when they're going usually downwind or or with the wind behind them. By the and way, Karen, that, <clears throat> I, I not to interrupt you. There's no place like home, as Dorothy said. But it's just rainy and horrible out here. Why would you come home? Why wouldn't you just stay there? You know, I have had hardly any rain at all. I think I left it behind. There was just a little bit of a sprinkle, and pretty much it's been, you know, I mean, London skies. But we did have a few days when the sun peeked through, and I think that right. Was well, what I'm saying is, why would you come home? You should just stay there. I mean, it's the I, I I'm you know me. I love London. I have and, I have considered it. You yeah, know, it back here is I rotten. Ca- <laughs> it might be that I'm coming that I'm coming over here every couple of months. You just never know. <laughs> I've had a delightful Where time. do you stay when you're there, may I ask? I stay at the In-N-Out Club. Um, so they have about... Good hamburgers. Uh, no, not as that. It's the In-N-Out <laughs> Navy and Military Club. And you know why it was called that? was because um, back in the days of horses and carriages is that they had to mark it so that the horses and buggies went in one way and out the other so they wouldn't crash. Wow. And so uh, then it just got so to be you... called the In-N-Out Club. Is that uh, is that because you're sailing brethren and you you have the hookup, or are you just as in, can anybody go online and just you know, reserve a place there? No, you <clears> have <throat> to be a member and and or a guest of a member for the private clubs. The, the rooms are basically for the members to have a place to stay in. And there's members like I just met a lovely member from Gibraltar who flew over here. When he's in London, he's staying here at the club and. I've had others that I've met, you know, from Portsmouth and from, mm-hmm. um, from, um, you know, all around uh, Scotland, actually. What part of there London are you in? Um, it is Westminster. So oh, right you're right there. To, I mean, it's uh, for St. James Square. Wow. And so it has a formal entrance, which is on the side where you have all the, the, the posh shoe stores and and gentlemen's clothing stores. Not many, not many women's uh, professional clothing stores on that side, but just absolutely beautiful clothes. And then on the other side is Piccadilly Circus. So I can just walk to either direction and get an entirely different flavor of, of London. Well, I just looked at pictures of the In and Out Naval and Military Club, the Grand Staircase. The uh, I mean, it looks posh beyond belief. Well done, Karen. We've been speaking with Karen Lyle of SalesportsTalk.com. One more episode from uh, England, or are you heading back? 
I'll be heading back on Thursday, but we'll see. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just Whatever tell- I'm going to be doing, it's going to be Salesport Talk. It's somewhere in the world. All right, Karen, uh, be well. We'll see you soon. Okay, that sounds great. <laughs> All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come back with some open lines at 1-800-878-PLAY. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. 
We all have our idiosyncrasies. You would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. Uh, thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. You know, a lot of times um, I've heard over the years that, you know, <clears throat> will we have a robot umpire? Will we not have a robot umpire? They're trying it out in the minors. Yesterday in a Grapefruit League game between Toronto and Philadelphia, JT Real Muto, a catcher for Team USA, he's behind home plate. And um, there was a uh, delay with the pitch clock. A ball was called on Craig Kimbrell. He didn't like it on the mound. Then he threw the ball back in. <clears throat> the umpire threw the ball to the pitcher, and then he threw it back again. And so Real Muto put his glove back, just, you know, like put the ball. And then he's like, oh, I guess he's throwing it out again. And he put, then he whipped his glove down, and the umpire dropped the ball, and it went on the ground, and he immediately threw JT Real Muto out. <clears throat> Just immediately threw him out. And Real Muto's like, what? What's the big deal? The guy's name's Randy Rosenberg. He's like, what What did I do? And they're like, well, uh, you're mocking me. He's like, I thought. I just... And then I just was thinking, and I tweeted it too, because that's how the kids work these days, and I'm such a kid. Right? The, the robot umpires can't come fast enough. These little vendettas. And people always say, I like the human element. Why would you like that human element? That human element sucks. Some little sassy guy. I would suspend that umpire for a week with no pay and just say, how do you like that? Why are you... I mean, the, these vendettas are just ludicrous sometimes. You know, it's like, I don't like you. I don't like, you know. And it's just like the guy thought he was mocking him. And so he throws him out of the game. You know why? Because he can. Because he has the gun and the badge. I have the power. I'm the big man. Please bring in robots. Humans don't compute. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. News. I'm Richard Johnson. The day after the Nashville school shooting in which seven people died is seeing a lot of praise, condemnation, and resignation about what might have prevented the deaths of three kids, three adults, and the shooter. I don't think you're going to stop the gun violence. I think you, you've got to change people's hearts. You know, as a Christian, if we talk about in the church, and I've said this many times, I think we really need revival in this country. Tennessee Republican Congressman Tim Burkett, who represents the part of Nashville where the young woman shot her way into a church elementary school and kept shooting. 
Nashville Mayor John Cooper is praising his police department for responding in just 14 minutes. I think all of us are shocked at how much worse it could have been if we hadn't had these heroes here rushing into the building. Another reason it might have been worse, police say the shooter named another place in Nashville as a target but did not go there because of too much security. The Covenant School, which is private, does not have a security officer on campus like public schools in Nashville. Senators from both parties appear to agree on what caused the failure of two banks earlier this month. This is a classic tale of negligence, and it started with the banks themselves. At a Senate hearing, South Carolina Republican Tim Scott said the Federal Reserve was watching the risky practices of Silicon Valley Bank for more than a year before the big bank run. We are slightly more confident about the USA's economy these days. The conference board's gauge of consumer confidence is up this month, but the survey also shows fewer of us plan on buying big-ticket items soon. The New York City grand jury hearing the case involving former President Trump is not meeting today. Yesterday it heard from David Pecker, the former CEO of the publisher of the National Enquirer. The tabloid under Pecker established the practice of catch-and-kill paying reporters for damaging stories, but then not publishing them. This is USA News. Here's football star Tony Romo for Skechers Max Cushioning Footwear. You know when you go to your kid's game and you have to sit on those uncomfortable, super hard bleachers? That's how I feel now when I wear regular shoes. Why? Because once I started wearing Skechers Max Cushioning, I've been spoiled with how amazing extra cushioning feels. Skechers maxed out the cushioning with a thick, comfy slice of super light, ultra-go cushioning. For a soft, pillowy feel with every step. See all the fashionable styles of Max Cushioning at the Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Do you have a story to tell? Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network handles everything. If you have a print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, call Audiobook Network now and get our free audiobook guide. 800 734 1229. 800 734 1229. A U.S. Senate staffer is recovering from serious injuries after he was brutally stabbed on a Washington, D.C. street over the weekend. The 26-year-old Senate aide, who works for Republican Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky, suffered a punctured lung and potential brain bleeding. D.C. police arrested a suspect yesterday, a man who'd been released from prison the day before the attack. The mother of a soldier who was found dead at Fort Hood is coming to the USA to press for a full investigation. The mother of Private Ana Basadua Ruiz is getting a humanitarian visa to travel from Mexico, courtesy of Texas Senator John Cornyn. Our young men and women in uniform navigate a myriad of challenges as they begin their careers in military service, and sexual assault should never be one of them. The 20-year-old soldier had told her mother she had been sexually assaulted by a superior at Fort Hood before she took her own life. The fourth and final season of the HBO family drama Succession is looking good for the network. Sunday's debut episode was watched by about 2.3 million people. That's about a third higher than the viewership for the final episode of last season. The fourth season of Succession will be its final season. Baseball superstar Mike Trout's giving back to his hometown of Vineland, New Jersey. He's financing construction of a new golf course designed with the help of Tiger Woods. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News.
If you own a business with employees and have not received your COVID ERTC payroll refund of up to $26,000 per employee, you need to act fast as time is running out. ERTCfiling.com has helped thousands of businesses across the country receive over a half billion dollars in government funds. This is not a loan and you do not have to pay it back. ERTCfiling.com consultants will make the process fast and easy and at a fee of less than 2%. Let ERTCfiling.com show you the money. Go to ERTCfiling.com to see how you qualify. Fees are at fixed rates per quarter qualified 2% based on total average rates. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. We're looking at the Lamar Jackson update. The NFL sent a memo prohibiting teams to talking to Lamar Jackson or his representatives. And um, Jackson's response was, stop lying. What? Well, it's interesting how there's already been the Jets saying they're not interested. And Ron Rivera of Washington, who always says, geez, I wish we had a franchise quarterback, says he has no interest in Jackson. It's either their fifth-round pick last year, Sam Howell, or Jacoby Brissett, who they brought in. He said, we never did look into him, and that's just something that never felt suited to what we wanted to do. I know he's a tremendous talent. I know he's a player that can impact your team. That was just the direction for us as a football team. So then someone said, why wouldn't you want him? Rivera said, you look at the impact of what your roster building is and the assets we'd have to use to get him. What would the financial impact be? These are the things we'd have to think about. This is why we did what we're doing. We are roster building, I think, for the first time. Well, listen, since five years, the commanders have had 12 different starting quarterbacks, which is the most of the NFL and they have not been to the play they have not had a playoff win since 2005 as well so sam howell last year one touchdown one interception but it's sort of like when somebody says like yeah i, I don't want kate upton's not my type i don't want her 
she'd be a problem. That's kind of, I think, what that is. <laughs> like Lamar Jackson would want to come to D.C. anyway. Eh, I don't think so. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call to get in. 1-800-878-7529. Coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network as well. Tune in app by Radio up Stitcher app. There I am on Twitch.tv. How's it going, eh? Turned Canadian there for a second. And the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Come on back with Brandon McLemore. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com go to learn more. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? Shh, check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. (laughs) Nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. Whoa, that's a low price. I mean, whoa. That's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly. B21. Hour 2 of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. 
hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome filmmaker Brandon McLemore to the show. And when I say filmmaker, he is a filmmaker because he has written, he has directed, and he is starring in a new movie from Terror Films, which is coming out on April 14th on digital. It's called Dark Entities. And uh, Brandon, when did you realize you had so much power that you could do everything? <laughs> well, I don't know if I'd say I necessarily have that much power, but, uh, you know, it's it was just uh, kind of my baby and uh, everyone that was around me kind of entrusted me to uh, uh, fulfill my vision of uh, what I thought the movie could be. And so when you put pen to paper, are you already thinking about, this is going to be my part, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that? Not initially. I, I didn't, uh, when I was writing it, I didn't necessarily write my role in the film for me. Uh, just uh, with the way things were going at the time with uh, COVID and everything, uh, I realized that it would just be a whole lot easier if I took on the role in the movie as well as the, the directing role that I'd already intended to do anyway. So what would be maybe the, the first point? Because, you know, there's so many movies can be uh, cookie cutter. What was this Dark Entities, because I like the subtitle, part of the family, part of the house. What is the thing that kind of sticks out with its uniqueness here? I think the thing that is unique about Dark Entities is we, we're taking it back old-fashioned. This is an old-fashioned, classic-style haunted house movie inspired by uh, the films made in the 1970s. And that, that was really the angle I wanted to take going into this. Uh, you know, I have a great love for just the 1970s films in general, but especially the horror films. And I thought that if I could make a modern horror movie, but make it feel like something that could have been made in the 1970s, then that would help us to stand out and be unique and, and help maybe introduce younger audiences to some of the classic films that uh, maybe they haven't seen before. And then, um, you know, looking through the cast, um, I see another Macklemore, Warren. Is that brother, cousin, or no relation? Uh, that is actually my father. Oh. Uh, he's really, yeah, he's really one of the major reasons that I've gotten into making movies, uh, and he's been with me along this journey, uh, helping me out. Uh, as our cinematographer, uh, but he he started making working in film back in the 1980s, and so I just grew up around it and uh, through his love for it. So how do you direct your dad when you say, go stand over there, does he say, shut up? <laughs> no, no, he he was a good sport about it. He, uh, he understood that we had a job to get done, and uh, he wanted to make the best possible product as well as I did. Now, when you are wearing every hat, there's a lot of freedom there. But then again, the pressure's all on you not to choke. So were there some sleepless nights making this film? Um, you know, I, I, I felt very comfortable. I felt like everyone really trusted me. Of course, like you said, you know, everything kind of is on my shoulders in the end of it. But, uh, you know, I, I, during the making of it, at the very least, I felt very comfortable. I had a very strong idea of what I wanted to be done, and we would sit down and plan and make sure everything went as smoothly as possible. 
now now that we're getting ready to come out for the whole world to see, now I'm maybe more a little more nervous about <laughs> hoping everybody likes it and uh, has good things to say about it. What's that like when you put years of thought and effort and money and sweat and tears and muscle into something, and then in five minutes somebody be like, nah, I'm, I'm not interested anymore. I mean, you you got to be ready for everything, right? Right. You, you really do have to have a thick skin because, um, you know, everything, horror is one of the most subjective movie genres where uh, everybody has different tastes in the type of horror they like or in what scares them. So, you know, it's very easy for uh, one person to sit there and watch the movie and absolutely love it and think it's terrifying and for someone to sit there beside them and think, you know, oh, this is not my cup of tea. I didn't think it was scary at all. So, yeah, you really just have to be prepared because everybody has an opinion on every movie, really, and especially in the horror genre. Um, the other thing, too, I think about is that, you know, sometimes you can get a cheap jump scare with a cat going, or just the music going, <laughs> so how do you make sure you don't fall into some of those tropes? Right. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people now kind of expect some jump scares. So you have to figure out a, a creative way to work those in where, where it doesn't feel cheap, like you said. Um, in ours, we like to really build up on the psychological elements, uh, really make the audience question the characters and question their perception of uh, if what they're seeing on the screen is real or imagined. Um, and... and if you have a jump scare, I think it needs to make sense within the story, and, and it really needs to have a build-up and a payoff. So it's you know you know you don't just boo and make somebody scare, jump or be scared. Right. So you've got five minutes to show your favorite part of the movie off the top of your head. What would that part be? Oh no! <laughs> uh, without getting too much. In the spoiler territory, there is a whole scene dealing with water and a possible drowning, and I think that's probably one of my favorite sequences in the film. Um, I can't say too much because it starts getting into spoiler territory, but mm -hmm. uh, it was a very, very complicated uh, scene to do. It was probably the most complicated one we did in the, the movie just because of we had to film it in a multitude of locations and in the the practical special effects that we did to, again, evoke the 1970s era. Uh, so we did all practical effects on that scene and every scene in the movie, really. Uh, to, and I, I was really happy with the way it turned out. And uh, our, our lead cast member, who is one of the ones experiencing that, when we had our premiere, she said that her mom saw it and kind of forgot that, oh, they weren't <laughs> really drowning her. She actually became a little nervous and disturbed by it so are you already working on dark entities to the house's revenge <laughs> well uh we actually do have ideas and i am working on a potential script uh we have had a lot of interest in it just from our premieres that we've done ourselves and i, I think terror films has uh, high hopes for it so given that a majority of people enjoy the first part we we really hope to do a second one actually one final question for you when you watch yourself on the screen knowing you wrote your lines you're directing yourself is it cringeworthy or are you sitting there with popcorn going yeah look i'm so handsome <laughs> no i wouldn't say it's necessarily either um 
at some point you kind of become immune to it, I think, just mm-hmm. sitting there going through the footage during editing. So I guess I kind of became numb to myself. But at the same time, I think I am more uh, particular about my performance. So I will sit there and probably pick myself apart more than any other thing in the movie, just thinking, oh, I should have said that different or I should have done a different expression or uh, something like that. Here's the blurb. Following a tragic accident in 1977, the three Winters siblings move into the mysterious home they inherited. They soon discover the household's dark secrets that seek to threaten everything they hold dear. It's called Dark Entities. It's coming out April 14th on digital from Terror Films. And he wrote it. He directed it. He stars in it. Brandon McLemore, congratulations. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. All right. I'm Rick Tittle, and we got some open lines on the other side at 1-800-87-A-PLAY. So come on back. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. 
And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. That uh, is really upsetting to be called fat. It just uh, breaks my heart, and I start crying. And uh, No, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> 1-800-878-PLAY. Get yourself in and get heard wherever you might happen to be listening in this great land of ours. This great land of Madagascar. There's an extraordinary uh, story I saw from sports writer Matt Norlander. And it was about the head coach of Florida Atlantic, Dusty May. So he was an assistant coach at Florida. And he was offered the job at Florida Atlantic. He said yes, and then he instantly regretted it. And it's funny now that he's in the Final Four. Ha ha. This was an East region that had Purdue, Marquette, Kansas State, Tennessee. I mean, in addition to Duke, Kentucky, Michigan State, Florida Atlantic got through that group at nine. And Dusty May, <clears throat> five foot nine guy. And, you know, it's uh, his wife, Anna May talked about how emotional she was she said these she loves these players like they're his own kids but five years ago to the day he thought he made the biggest mistake of his life in march of 2018 he signed a contract for the first time ever he was a head coach and then he went back to the hotel room and he started bawling to his wife like a baby he said i walked into the room and i started crying and i just said I just committed career suicide. I can't do this. And so what happened was he wanted the job. He said he was impulsive. He signed a contract. He had never been to the gym, never been to the locker room, nothing. And then once he went, panic set in. So he had a meeting with the AD, Brian White, who was three days into the job as AD. And so he went to Boca Raton, and he talked to him, and he signed his contract. He had no agent. It just was on vibes. And he said, at that point, I still hadn't been to our gym, our weight room, our locker room. And then he went in, and he saw all of it, and he was just remorseful. Tried not to show it on his face. 
And the AD, White, said, quote, we didn't trick him or anything. I mean, I'd be lying if I told you that we showed him the arena before he signed his contract. That came after. And by the way, Brian White, his father, Kevin, was a former uh, AD at colleges for, for decades. And his connection to May was the catalyst for both May being his top target and May even taking the interview in his first place because Brian's brother Mike was May's boss when they coached together at Louisiana Tech in Florida. So Brian, Mike, and Dusty all worked together at L.A. Tech, and that's why they had the relationship. May said, when I got to the gym, there was a pickup game going on. The facilities weren't up to par, and I had already accepted the job. The locker room had these old, ugly wooden lockers. It was exceptionally tiny. There was more square footage for the six showers than the actual space for people in the locker room. The arena sat 2,500, had an outdated scoreboard, and looked super annuated. High school teams in the area were playing in better facilities. So May started freaking out, and he just wanted to go back to Florida and stay on as Mike White's top assistant. May said, I knew we just had a lot of work to even fill a competitive roster, and I would have left and went back to Florida after signing the contract if it wasn't for my relationship with Mike and his family. And then the AD said, I would say Dusty experienced buyer's remorse, as probably a lot of first-time head coaches do. So when White dropped him off at his hotel, he said, I'm not a big crier, but I burst into tears like a baby. (laughs) His wife, Anna, said, I think a lot of it was just fatigue and being completely overwhelmed. We weren't looking to make a move. The job just kind of fell on his lap. The truth is, these guys are so close. If he wanted out of his contract, I'm sure if push came to shove, he would have let him out of his contract. But May had been through this before on the opposite set. He'd been the counselor, the one who helped Mike White through the same thing when White got the Florida job. And his guts were turning then, and his self-doubt was crippling as well. Mike White said, wrenching physical sickness, and that's the real part of it. Him and I in a foxhole together, uncertain days, wishing we were back in Ruston together. That's Ruston, Louisiana, where they were at L.A. Tech. So it took multiple calls to convince him not to quit Florida Atlantic on the first day he took the job. But beyond that, he said his wife kept him accountable. He said he accepted it after speaking to our sons, and that was a big deal. Our kids were in high school. We made sure they were on board before he accepted it. And by the way, Anna and Dusty May have known each other since first grade. They grew up together in Eastern Green County, a town with no name, uh, an area with one stoplight. As I said, the town is so small, they don't have a name. And so she said, I know Dusty better than he knows himself. She told him to toughen the hell up. She said, we have that kind of relationship. You'll figure it out. It was like, it's time to get to work with this decision. But he wasn't the only one with immediate regrets. 
because after a couple days after May took the job, he used his connections at the University of Florida to help fill out the staff. Darius Nichols called Akeem Miskdeen, who was wiping snow off his windshield in Kent, Ohio, when he picked up the phone. And he thought, Boca Raton? Hell yeah. He was young. He had no kids. He wanted to get out of his Midwest comfort zone. Then he said, I got there. I saw the job. I saw the facility. And I was like, I left Kent State to come to Florida Atlantic. I left a real job to go to this Florida Atlantic. My first thought was, why did I take this job? The facilities were so small that both the basketball teams and the volleyball teams shared it, and sometimes at the same time. But a former FAU assistant, Eric Pastrana, said, the campus is a paradise a mile and a half from the beach. If you didn't take anyone to the actual gym, it's incredible. (laughs) Okay. They have made some facility upgrades. Um, The staff actually prided themselves on going out and signing 10 okay players in their first year. They didn't let one recruit see the locker room. They took them to the football facilities because at that point they had been upgraded because when they got Lane Kiffin to come in. So they said we had we avoided certain things and we had to sell ourselves. It was comical. He said some of the players asked Coach May, Coach, where's the locker room after they had enrolled in campus? So it's the same thing. He said we kept saying it's under renovation. And so recruiting was so touch and go, May and his staff convinced a right straight transfer who was only in the area because he was seeing his girlfriend at the University of Miami, said, stop by for a quick visit. And they signed that guy, Everett Winchester, who just finished his FAU career. They were going to make it work. They sold the beach. That's all they did. They sold the beach. And now, on Saturday night, FAU is going to be in the Final Four. And they will have more victories than any other D1 program in the United States this year, no matter what happens. And when they cut down the net, White said, this is one of the most special days of my life. Well, why wouldn't it be? So you can just put yourself in his situation and you can just see how horrifying. But the day he took the job, Florida Atlantic put out a press release saying Dusty May has accepted the challenge of building Florida Atlantic University's men's most basketball program into a team that will consistently compete on the national stage. That was a massive understatement, but it was correct because he has changed the image and reputation of that program forever. Even if they go out of business, they will always be a Final Four school. And like I said, there's no other sport where making it to the semifinals is the promised land. Can you imagine going AFC championship? Our work is done. Our work is done. Our work is done. Our work is done. Like now. But they do join two other nine seeds to reach the final four. Both lost and didn't get to the final. That was Penn, the Quakers, Ivy Leaguers. That was back in 1979. Woo! 79 March Madness. I was still in the eighth grade. And then, of course, uh, 10 years ago, the Shockers. They shocked all of us. Wichita State. You remember that? They were a nine. So they got the third chance for a nine seed to get 
But they got to get through San Diego State, the Aztecs, who also can't believe they're there. This is the craziest Final Four I've ever seen. I'm Rick Tittle. Let's take a quick break, and we will come on back with Joe Keithley. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Attention small business owners. The IRS has just released a notice that businesses eligible to file for the employee retention credit should not file with companies charging a percentage of their ERC refund. These companies have been shown to overqualify businesses, leaving the business owner open to audits and tax penalties. ERTCfiling.com helps small business owners file their employee retention credit forms accurately and at a cost that is a fraction of their competitors. And most importantly, ERTCfiling.com charges a flat fee, not a percentage of what you get back. So there's never a worry about overqualification. Businesses that were open in 2020 and 2021 and subject to any COVID government mandate, such as a capacity limitation, social distancing, supply chain issues, and increased vendor costs, will qualify. You do not need to have a reduction in revenue to qualify for this program. Stop any work you're doing with your current employee retention credit provider and call 833-GET-ERTC or go to ERTCfiling.com to schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers and the Annuity Rate Report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Sing on home now, ma. So it's got to run. 
politician for Then it starts to spread out All over your town And there ain't no one That can slow the flood down All right, that is the unmistakable voice of Joe Keith Lee, Joey Shead, all the other names you know him. Of course, the front man for DOA, one of the all-time legends in punk rock. Uh, I've seen him in person uh, play uh, several shows. He's been in studio with me several times. We've had him on the phone. He's a friend to Sports Byline, and we're here because Joe has a solo album, acoustic, as you just heard there, called Stand. It's coming out Friday on Sudden Death Records. Joe, welcome to the show. Are you are you rebranded as Joe Keithley now, or how? Are, <laughs> now that you're acoustic, what was the idea behind this? Uh, yeah, D-Way's still going strong. It will be on tour later this year, but uh, uh, we started working on this uh, some time back, and it got a little bit delayed because of COVID, right? No, releasing it. Uh, I just wanted to get out something that I ch- so I could channel my uh, inner Woody Guthrie and my inner Pete Seeger, right? <laughs> so, um, and get this out so and say songs that meant something, but do it in a different way that wasn't like uh, as loud and brash as DUA. So you get some acoustic, you hear some slide guitar and stuff like that, right? So, well, that song we heard, uh, Fentanyl Blues. There's something about you that people, if they don't know, you've always been a very much a uh, political firebrand um and uh, you've run for office in your native canada and represented as well um so and this of course fentanyl blues we have this horrifying opioid crisis and uh, this is uh, why you wrote this song right yeah i just like uh i wait for like uh you know kind of express express grief uh uh you know for people that lost people and it's like you make people realize that you know part of the lyrics to deal with it is not just people that might be in the street. It's like people that you might work with or you might know, like, uh, that might be your brother, right? You know, so, um, and the problem with the opioid crisis, a lot of it was like fueled by, um, corporate greed. So there you go. A very unpleasant situation, but I, I felt compelled to write a song about it. Up there in Burnaby, British Columbia, did you got reelected? So you're still on the city council then? Yep, I'm. Uh, I guess I must have done enough things right to get reelected. So I'm in my second term. So the first one was four years, and this one's four years as well. Obviously, right? So um, I'm good for eight years at least, council, and maybe more beyond that. Who knows? Depends where my music career takes me to. Right? So how many people? I mean, I, I I guess we could sit down and really think of it. But on the off the top of your head, how many rockers, punk rockers, who started? Basically, when punk rock started in like 1977, are still fronting their band to this day. Yeah, there's a few, um, like uh, Lee Bing from Fear, uh, for one. We're supposed to be playing with them at the end of the month, uh, old LA band. Um, a lot of them are gone. Yeah, when you think about, you know, like you think about the the two big influences, like the Clash and the Ramones, right? You know, Ramones are completely gone and. Uh, Obviously, Joe Strummer uh, sadly left this world, uh, you know, quite a while ago now, right? So, uh, there's a few, you know, a few of those old guys that uh, kicking around, still causing trouble, right? Because <laughs> like, it's kind of what we were born to do, and we get a chance. And uh, uh, this summer, we should be heading over to Europe, do some uh, open air festivals and stuff like that. So, I'll see a bunch of my old mates from the old bands like GBH and uh, um, 
Oh, I'm sure I had no effects and stuff like that, right? So, you know, it should be fun. Yeah, I see you're going to, uh, let's say, April, very soon, Austra- Sydney, Australia, and then after some uh, North American dates in July in Bremen, Germany, huh? Yeah, we're not going to Australia. I don't know where that came from, but okay. it's a fun place. Uh, yeah, July 17th, we're supposed to be heading over there, play uh, Bremen in Germany. Uh, the big one is the Rebellion Festival in uh, England on the West Coast in Blackpool. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it's a fantastic three-day punk rock festival. I'm playing a couple others uh, in ger- open airs in Germany as well, and then some club shows. You know, the thing that I've always been shocked at is that, you know, and I'm 57, I'm a little bit younger than you, but when I go to these punk shows, like I remember when I saw you in Petaluma and I saw you in San Francisco, how many young punk rockers are around and they know all the words and I actually talked to one of them and they just said we had cool parents they taught us right I mean (laughs) I kind of like you know the old punk's not dead it's really not yeah the majority of the time when we play uh, a majority of people are probably between 20 and 35 type thing so um, I think they always managed to regenerate and get new fans you know it used to be people would come up to me, hey, my older brother and sister told me about you guys. Now I'm getting people, hey, my mom and dad told me about you guys. Right? So <laughs> I guess that just means I've been around. DOA's in its uh, 45th year now, if wow. you can believe that, right? So, yeah, I'm having a hard time, I believe that. But uh, it's going good. And uh, I think, you know, if you stay stay relevant with your lyrics, put out new records and keep touring and you play well and you play it like you mean it, then uh, you're going to generate new fans, which is uh, what we've done over the years. When I was in uh, college, this was 1983, and I had my punk albums, and I would play them in the middle of the night as a campus DJ, and I got so much reaction to your War on 45 album. That was was the one in 83, and I just think about I was 18 years old, and it's basically 40 years ago. Yeah, we're actually, uh, my record label, Sudden Death Records, uh, we're reissuing... uh, a 40th anniversary edition of Warren 45. It's a little bit late. Um, uh, but uh, it's got seven bonus tracks from that era, and it's got like a big uh, color 12-page booklet inside the LP, right? So, uh, yeah, that's one of the three big records that we did, if you ask me, like Hardcore one, the first one, Something Better Change, and Warren 45. But, you know, because it was so different, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we did a reggae song, which nobody's going to like, DOA doing reggae? Well, that's weird, right? You know, and, and there's lots of, obviously, mostly uh, punk rock on it, right? So, And as I said, there are so many people who sound kind of like somebody else. I don't know how many people have tried to copy you, but you're like, I don't even know how to describe it, that low vibrato that you have. Uh, <laughs> there's, just, <laughs> there's just no one has sound like you. Have you had youngsters or other people say, like, I, I tried to sound like you and it didn't work? Uh, yeah, I've had a few, and they kind of wreck their voice trying to imitate me, right? So, <laughs> But the real secret here is that uh, before I go on stage, I gargle with Torino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Now, I was just yeah, looking. I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was just saying, I was looking online, and your your uh, bobblehead is going for almost 50 bucks. Do you still get a piece of that stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's uh, I'm, uh, a friend of mine out in Philly uh, does that, and uh uh, yeah, it's all it's all fair and square. So it's good. we've had uh, <laughs> uh, a fifty year old uh, Joe bobblehead, and the recent one is like a twenty two year old one that you can find online or find at suddendeath.com. dot com. Would you say your official logo then is the skull with the wings, or is it something else? 
Yeah, the, that one, uh, and it's also the skull with the gun, and then the the one. Um, there's there's four, and there's another one to Helen back, mm-hmm. uh, which has a skull in it, strange, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth one that's been doing great is called Destroy Tradition. It's like DOA, it's like kind of the logo from the first album, and so yeah, there's a few of them. Probably the skull and or like a, an arrow design. We've got a few, right? <laughs> and, you know, so we switched around, and Motorhead only had one, but we we buried up. You know, Lemmy was a friend of mine, but you know, and he mm-hmm. stuck with one, so that worked for him. But we we spread out a little bit, right? All right, tell us a little bit more about Stand. I like the uh, the album cover. It looks very Canadian. You're like by this really nice archway bridge. You're holding an an acoustic guitar. You're you're just yeah. you're just wearing a black T-shirt. And if I didn't know any better, I would just think you're just some guy with a guitar, not a punk legend. Yeah, the 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 guitar. I mean, I've got out there. I've got Woody Guthrie's logo on it. Their, their slogan: uh, "This machine kills fascists." I put that on there, and uh, yeah, right by a bridge uh, uh, that fell down from a windstorm in 1958, uh, and written by Stompin' Tom Connors, a, a great Canadian artist. And uh, um, yeah, basically, we tried to make it acoustic, but we added electric, and there's drums and bass on every song, right? More more acoustic drums as opposed to a wide open. Uh, drum sound that you would get on a DOA record and uh, tried to we tried to make it interesting and tried to make it rollicking in a sense mm-hmm. <laughs> people still know what that means like it it kind of rolls along and uh, and you know I'm really glad we did a, a version of uh, Folsom Prison Blues uh, Johnny, Johnny Cash is one of my heroes as, as is uh, Lead Belly I covered one of his songs uh, called The Man Going Around Taking Names right so something great uh, and you know, and it, most of the songs are written by me, right? So like, kind of a, yeah, it was fun to write and fun to record, and uh, yeah, I'm glad it's out. It's got lots of stuff to it, like some serious. Oh, but my favorite song uh, probably is "The Man with No Name," mm. which you can probably guess is about uh, Clint Eastwood and the Spaghetti Western. So it's got a, a di- totally different kind of vibe than you would expect from me. Well, I think what's interesting is too is that if this were maybe the early '90s, you would just put out a CD, but you have a CD, you got black vinyl, you got Coke bottle vinyl, you got marble yep. vinyl, you're on Spotify, you're on Apple Music. I mean, it's a million different ways to get this now. No excuses not to pick it up. Yeah, I mean, that's what you got to do. Like, you got to make sure everybody has whatever format they're looking for, right? It's like uh, uh, CD is probably the least adhered to one, right? <laughs> I still listen to them in my van, right? Right. So, uh, do you, have you counted how many members of DOA that you've had? I mean, we've had some famous ones. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. We went through this kind of uh, probably about a year ago, um, and uh, I think we're probably besides myself. There's been 28 other uh, guys in the band, right? So, um, now some people might say I'm hard to get along with, but I think that's their problem, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, sadly, um, about six of them uh, are not with us anymore. They passed away, but long out of the band, and they didn't make it uh, through all the way through life type thing. Uh, but I know, like, DOA was always really founded on uh, a premise that we want to go out, be a super loud rock band. Uh, we want to cause trouble. We want to have fun. And But it was always based on uh, camaraderie. Like, you have to have a common goal. You have to be working together for the same thing, and you know, and and people change as they go along. So fair enough, they want to do something else, and um, it's always been my band. So I guess it's, uh, yeah, uh, 
my way or the highways. <laughs> use that old one. You know. It's funny you mentioned the class because I remember seeing Joe Strummer, and and they they said, "How do people want to? How do you want to be remembered?" And he said, "I just want people to remember that the clash was loud." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we laughed because we had one reference the first time we went to um, Denmark, like in '85 or something like that, and mm. we laughed because the review said. These guys were the loudest band I ever heard, the reviewer said. They're louder than Jewish priests and even louder than Kiss. And we're going like, yeah. And our manager was too loud. We're like, no, 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 it's not even loud enough. We're just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> it is Joe Keith Lee. The album is Stand. We'll hear a little bit more of Fentanyl Blues on the way out. Hey, Joey, great stuff, man, and uh, can't wait to see DOA again, too. Yeah, we should, uh, theoretically, we should be down in uh, California in the fall. That would be great. Uh, yeah, or, or like home away from home, uh, California is for you, I think. So. All right, great stuff, Joey. Take care, buddy. Okay, thanks very much. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So Call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. 
they fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. It's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. It's not flattering in the the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right. Thank you for that. Um, I told this story before. There's a picture on my Twitter, at Rick Tittle, <clears throat> and uh, Tittling Sports with Rick Tittle. This was like 2014, and I went to see, uh, Joey came in, and then I went to see him at this place in Petaluma, and uh, he said, uh, come on into the green room before the show, you know, we'll hang out. I said, okay. So... <clears throat> I went backstage, and I said, uh, "Where's the green room?" And they're like, "What?" I go, "Where's the band?" And they go, and they went, "Oh, they're they're hanging out where the band hangs out before the show. It's in the back." I go, "Okay," and it was outside. There were like two upside down, burned out cars. There were weeds. There was like broken down fences, and Joey was eating chicken fingers out of a styrofoam dish. And I was like. You know, you want to be a rock star. <laughs> but that's what that picture was. It's kind of like when Dana Gould took me into the green room, or I call it the green closet at the punchline. I'm like, this is one of the most famous clubs in the world, and it's it's literally the size of a broom closet. But they don't have a lot of room. <clears throat> what are you going to do? It's like a lot of people who think that this job is glamorous. Or uh, My favorite one is that Rick Tittle's rich. I remember when 95.7 was starting, they're like, Rick Tittle won't go over there. He's already making hundreds of thousands at Sports Byline. I'm like, I wish that was true. Could you imagine that? Oh, if I get paid, it's 10 cents an hour. All right, I won't complain. We have another hour to go, I think. And we have uh, Pro Wagering's Noah Parker. We'll also have Dr. Edna Friedberg from the U.S. Holocaust Museum on again. So we'll do that and some open lines. At one eight hundred eight seven eight play.
USA News. I'm Richard Johnson. The day after the Nashville school shooting in which seven people died is seeing a lot of praise, condemnation, and resignation about what might have prevented the deaths of three kids, three adults, and the shooter. I don't think you're going to stop the gun violence. I think you, you've got to change people's hearts. You know, as a Christian, if we talk about in the church, and I've said this many times, I think we really need revival in this country. Tennessee Republican Congressman Tim Burkett, who represents the part of Nashville, where the young woman shot her way into a church elementary school and kept shooting. Nashville Mayor John Cooper is praising his police department for responding in just 14 minutes. I think all of us are shocked at how much worse it could have been if we hadn't had these heroes here rushing into the building. Another reason it might have been worse, police say the shooter named another place in Nashville as a target but did not go there because of too much security. The Covenant School, which is private, does not have a security officer on campus like public schools in Nashville. Senators from both parties appear to agree on what caused the failure of two banks earlier this month. This is a classic tale of negligence, and it started with the banks themselves. At a Senate hearing, South Carolina Republican Tim Scott said the Federal Reserve was watching the risky practices of Silicon Valley Bank for more than a year before the big bank run. We are slightly more confident about the USA's economy these days. The conference board's gauge of consumer confidence is up this month. But the survey also shows fewer of us plan on buying big-ticket items soon. The New York City grand jury hearing the case involving former President Trump is not meeting today. Yesterday it heard from David Pecker, the former CEO of the publisher of the National Enquirer. The tabloid under Pecker established the practice of catch-and-kill, paying reporters for damaging stories but then not publishing them. This is USA News. Here's football star Tony Romo for Skechers Max Cushioning Footwear. You know when you go to your kid's game and you have to sit on those uncomfortable, super hard bleachers? That's how I feel now when I wear regular shoes. Why? Because once I started wearing Skechers Max Cushioning, I've been spoiled with how amazing extra cushioning feels. Skechers maxed out the cushioning with a thick, comfy slice of super light, ultra-go cushioning for a soft, pillowy feel with every step. See all the fashionable styles of Max Cushioning at the Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Do you have a story to tell? Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network handles everything. If you have a print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, call Audiobook Network now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. A U.S. Senate staffer is recovering from serious injuries after he was brutally stabbed on a Washington, D.C. street over the weekend. The 26-year-old Senate aide, who works for Republican Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky, suffered a punctured lung and potential brain bleeding. D.C. police arrested a suspect yesterday, a man who'd been released from prison the day before the attack. The mother of a soldier who was found dead at Fort Hood is coming to the USA to press for a full investigation. The mother of Private Ana Basadua Ruiz is getting a humanitarian visa to travel from Mexico, courtesy of Texas Senator John Cornyn. Our young men and women in uniform navigate a myriad of challenges as they begin their careers in military service, and sexual assault should never be one of them. The 20-year-old soldier had told her mother she had been sexually assaulted by a superior at Fort Hood before she took her own life. The fourth and final season of the HBO family drama Succession is looking good for the network. 
Sunday's debut episode was watched by about 2.3 million people. That's about a third higher than the viewership for the final episode of last season. The fourth season of Succession will be its final season. Baseball superstar Mike Trout's giving back to his hometown of Vineland, New Jersey. He's financing construction of a new golf course designed with the help of Tiger Woods. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. If you own a business with employees and have not received your COVID ERTC payroll refund of up to $26,000 per employee, you need to act fast as time is running out. ERTCfiling.com has helped thousands of businesses across the country receive over a half billion dollars in government funds. This is not a loan and you do not have to pay it back. ERTCfiling.com consultants will make the process fast and easy and at a fee of less than 2%. Let ERTCfiling.com show you the money. Go to ERTCfiling.com to see how you qualify. Fees are at fixed rates per quarter qualified 2% based on total average rates. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Yeah, I don't know if you heard there at the uh, top of the hour, but uh, Mike Trout is uh, going to have a, a golf course designed by Tiger Woods in New Jersey, <clears throat> and it's going to be called Trout National. It sounds too much like Trump National, to tell you the truth. Um, but uh, for me... I would think if you have Trout and Tiger, then it would be the Surf and Turf Country Club. <laughs> Bueller? Anyone? <clears throat> um, that's what I would call it. Surf and Turf Country Club. Um, but uh, it's the TGR design. That's what it's called when uh, Tiger uh, does it. And so Mike Trout treated out we all promised you a big announcement, and here it is. We are so excited to be able to make a long-time dream of mine a reality with none other than at Tiger Woods and at TGR Design BYTW. We can't wait to share more updates with you as we create Trout National The Reserve. <laughs> it's so stupid. 
And I'm sure someone will say, let me do it first. Maybe if you were concentrated on baseball, Shoei Otani and this struck you out and you're talking about golf. Right? Am I right? No. Uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. Coming up on the other side, we'll talk NBA with Pro Wagering's Noah Parker. We also will check in again with Dr. Edna Friedberg from the U.S. Holocaust Museum. And um, and then your calls. We'll get into it uh, as well. Only a few more shopping days left for the uh, the final four as well. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. There I am. Nice to see you. How's it going, eh? Hope you'll boot that for sure. Also, American Forces Radio Network worldwide. Doing a great job. If you're in our military, stay safe. Come home soon. We're proud of you. Keep up the good work. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. At Staples, school is always in session. And savings never take a holiday. Especially now, during Staples Teacher Palooza. You save big on everything for school, like 20% on all Crayola products. Up to 40% on brands like Post-It, PaperMate, and Elmer's. Plus, 24-pack cases of True Clear bottled water are only $3.99. During Staples Teacher Palooza, teachers save big and so do you, with classroom deals for everybody. But deals end soon, so hurry to Staples today. Offers end for one, in-store only, limit one on water, while supplies last. 
Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. Hey, 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 ho, 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 we're waiting on Noah Parkour, Parker. Uh, when we get him, we'll throw him on the air for shiz. Uh, Nikola Jokic, remember yesterday I was talking about how there are some uh, MVP races going on, and perhaps, maybe, it's not Jokic's to walk home with for a third straight year, maybe it is, in fact, Joel Embiid. Or maybe even Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's right. I said his name real fast. But when the Sixers traveled to Denver last night, Embiid and Harden were out with injuries. Ah. But that just meant Jokic would add to the history books. And by the way, just a five-point win, Denver 116-111. But he did put up 25, 17 rebounds, and 12 assists, and Jokic joined Wilt Chamberlain and Oscar Robinson, Robertson as the only players in NBA history to go 10 games in a season with 20, 15, and 10. And what's those are all triple-double numbers, obviously. What's even crazier about that stat is that Jokic reached the triple-double in the third quarter. And so... Jokic's 10 games this season of a 25-15-10 stat is more than the rest of the league combined, which is six. That's right, he has four more than every other NBA player combined. And it's also amazing to think that Oscar Robertson could get that many rebounds in a game (laughs) at his height. Oscar Robertson would have 15 rebounds. I mean, that's pretty amazing. But after the game, as is his way, that's his Jokic, they were asked about it, and he just shrugged it, and he said, I think it was good. We won the game, so it was good. That's it. He's that man of few words. I admire it, really. Yeah, good. Good was an understatement. It was a master class. And without him beating the paint, Jokic was just an automatic bucket, basically. No rim protector. You're feeding guys coming down in the lane, even like the Bruce Browns of the world. Who? Blair Brown? No, that was Continental Divide with John Belushi. But in the third quarter, as I said, he already had a triple-double, and he shows why he's the two-time reigning MVP. 14 straight points and got the lead up to 22. Tyrese Maxey was guarding him. DeAnthony Melton was, you might as well have me guard him. But it also showed, too, you know, in the NBA, especially the road team, there's always a lot of uh, laziness that goes into it. And so Jokic, at one point, was, you know, coming down the court. He was the second-to-last guy. The point guard had the ball. And P.J. Tucker just kind of stopped, and then Jokic just ran right by him and floated in a little pass, and there it was. And that's just... You know, can P.J. Tucker outrun Jokic? Probably. 
It's just laziness, and that's just the NBA. And then, of course, Denver took their foot off the gas and, uh, you know, only won by five, but still 51-24 and 24 on the season, and it's just the latest performance for Jokic to be the first player since Larry Bird to win three MVPs in a row. It could happen. Absolutely. 1-800-878-PLAY. <clears throat> um, the other thing um, I wanted to mention with the NBA is the LeBron James of feet. What? Helped LeBron James make a speedy recovery and avoid surgery. He returned Sunday after missing 13 games with a foot injury. And, you know, it was hardly a guarantee based on the severity of his injury because, you know, this is another, you know, all-time great, all-time leading scorer. But he had a torn tendon in his right foot. That requires season-ending surgery. Usually, right? Two doctors told him, you need season-ending surgery now. Why didn't he get it? He said, quote, because I went to the LeBron James of feet and he told me I shouldn't. It's not exactly clear who the LeBron James of feet is, but apparently they told James that he was healing faster from the injury than anyone they had ever seen and just to let it heal. So his first game back on Sunday, he played 30 minutes, 19 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. And there are 7 games left before the postseason for the Lakers, and there's plenty of time for LeBron to ramp up, get back to his all-star form. But the goal for him now is just to remain injury-free, right? LeBron said... I'll probably get another MRI at the end of the season and go from there. But if I end up having to get surgery after the season, you guys won't know. I don't talk to you guys in the offseason. By the time the next season starts, I will be fine. I'll be ready to go. Just to remind you, when I'm off the clock, I don't talk to you. It's like for me, I hate talking sports during commercials. (laughs) Just kidding. But right now, the Lakers, what are they, nine? They have plenty of room to improve. If you want to look at easiest schedule, which is always kind of a um, a, uh, a bogey for you because it's like, oh, we should. It's like Tottenham's next three games are quote-unquote easy, and then they face like Man United, Liverpool, and Newcastle. But they'll probably draw one and lose the other two easy ones. But they have the fourth easiest schedule for the rest of the year. And the Pelicans, who are ahead of them, have the fourth hardest schedule left. And the Lakers have the tiebreaker. That means the Lakers should expect to have at least a chance to play for the seventh seed if things go as planned for them. And that seemed unfathomable when James went down during that 27-point comeback victory over Dallas. Now the Lakers can thank the LeBron James of feet for getting the LeBron James of basketball back on the court for the LeBron James of sports fans and the LeBron James of diet drinks. What's that? Well, just like him, I can't say, can I? (laughs) So, uh, you know, now is the time to step up and not (coughs) crater, right, like Dallas has. I mean, when they got Kyrie, we were like, whoa, and they're in the West. Oh, my gosh. What are we going to do? 
if you go through like these NBA power rankings, the Mavericks are at 24 right now. Just a devastating week for them. They lost to the Grizz, and then they lost to the Warriors by two, even with a protest. And then they lost to the shorthanded Hornets with both Donchitz and Irving on the hardwood. And then just when you thought things couldn't get worse, Donchitz was going to be suspended. No, they overruled it. His 16th technical, so he still hasn't had his technique. And by the way, you know, I'm thinking, like, how does Draymond get 16 technicals? How does Donchitz get 16 technicals? It's just whining is what it is. It's not. I always think like you get a technical when you like hack a shack. A guy's in midair, and it's just like some referee makes an X. It's like boom. No, it's just following the ref, like Draymond. You know, look at my resume. Yeah, your resume says you still haven't learned. Blah blah blah. Go away. Blah blah blah. Go away. Yeah, but blah blah blah. Go away. Blah blah blah. Tee you up. You want two? You want me to throw you out of the game? I will give you two. How do you like that? Yeah, it's not good. All right, no show Parker is what we're going to call him now. Uh, Coming up next, Dr. Edna Friedberg, and uh, she's with the U.S. Holocaust Museum. We'll do that next on Sports Byler. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 5331 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. 
If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. It doesn't really matter. I I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our great pleasure now to welcome back to the show Dr. Edna Friedberg of the United States Holocaust Museum. And she's here because she's going to be part of a talk entitled, When Extremist Ideas Are No Longer Considered, quote unquote, extreme this is going to be thursday at seven o'clock she'll be in person one of the speakers at the valley of the sun jewish community campus um in uh, scottsdale and uh doctor welcome back to the show i was just in scottsdale i'm gonna miss you well you know rick you could watch me online it'll be live streamed so people can watch it from anywhere all over the world actually and thanks for having me back sure how can we watch it streamed um, if you go to the museum's website um, and look up extremist ideas, we are ushmm.org. That's ushmm.org, and they can register there. It's free. You just need to get a link. Um, I have been. And the... uh, we will be talking. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say um, so I'm a historian, as you said, a historian of the Holocaust and the Nazi era, but I'll be in conversation with two experts on more contemporary forms of hatred. Uh, one, a psychologist who specializes in terrorism and extremists and has studied terrorist movements all over the world and what are some of the motivations and draws that make people uh, become attracted both to hateful ideas but then to translate them into violence. And second, a person who has founded an organization called Moonshot that works directly to disrupt recruitment, specifically by white supremacist groups online. So really bridging past and present. You know, when I saw the title of this talk, the first thing I thought of was that movie, The the Pianist and the, and the Warsaw Ghetto, and how you say, you know, things sort of get 
normalize the the privations you know it's first it's like well you know we're we're german citizens nothing bad can happen to us and then you know something else gets normalized and then the next privation gets normalized and then these extreme ideas they don't seem extreme anymore um how do we just you know we keep repeating ourselves as a race on this planet how do we try to keep ourselves from keep falling back into these fascist ideas and these um you know, the scapegoatism. I mean, I always remind people that the Holocaust did not begin with the gas chambers or concentration camps. It began with words. It began with offensive cartoons. It began with children's books that taught kids to hate and be afraid of and suspicious of their Jewish neighbors. And as those kinds of ideas um, really permeated all parts of German society, it made it easier and comfortable even to want things, not mind only, but want bad things to happen to the Jewish teacher, to the Jewish co-worker, to the kid down the street. And so I think now, in a world where so much of our time and attention is focused online, we can see hateful ideas, whether they are against Jews as anti-Semitism, hatred of Jews, or hatred of immigrants, or homophobia against LGBTQ people. We see memes and cartoons and lies and seemingly harmless jokes spread faster than, you know, than you can swipe your finger. And that is also part of that psychology of just kind of being in a, a sea of hatred that we start to become numb to it. You know, this, this mob mentality, I mean, we had a guy get elected president basically by saying all our problems are because of Mexicans. Let's build a wall. I mean, it's just, when do we get to the point when people will stop. <laughs> I don't know if they need to get a, a brain, but it's like, well, let's talk about the issues. Let's have discussions. Because unfortunately, in this country right now, I mean, Tip O'Neill and Reagan, they used to get drinks together because at the end of the day, they are both Americans. And now Republicans and Democrats, they won't even be seen together. I mean, it's just, there's no more conversation anymore. There's no more conversation. We see it on the right and we see it on the left. We mm-hmm. see it in cancel culture and we see it in demonization of other groups. This idea that um, there's no there's no nuance, there's nothing um, complex, and that's where I think that Holocaust history is so instructive. Because obviously, when you look at that period in time, there are extreme evil actors and totally innocent victims, but the vast majority of human beings in Europe at the time were somewhere in the murky middle. And I've seen case after case where someone who did something extraordinarily terrible, maybe was even a murderer also showed bravery and compassion and kindness. And so I think we look at the Holocaust as uh, perhaps the best documented crime in human history and one that shows us how human nature really is unchanged. Um, I think it's actually kind of inspirational history. That might sound strange because it is so depressing, of course, and horrifying what happened, but it also shows all of us that even if we're not a perfect person, our next choice could be a different choice. Our next choice could be built on as you're saying, seeing the person next to us with human eyes and with a sense of empathy instead of just demonizing or um, reducing them to one point of view or one statement. Mm -hmm. Well said. And I think also the double-edged sword, too, is, I mean, you think about in the the 30s, you had to go talk at a Bierstube or whatever, and now with social media, things going viral instantaneously, not just in your town, 
but around the world. But yet, we've never had more access to information, uh, which is correct uh, as well. So, you know, Hitler didn't have Twitter, in other words. So how are we dealing with this social media end of it? Well, some of it is it's incumbent on all of us to be more responsible as consumers of of social media, to not just scroll by the offensive joke or to, you know, see when our friend reposts that meme that they thought was so hilarious, but that we know actually puts someone vulnerable in our community, in our school, in our church at risk to call them out on it, to report hate speech to the platforms, um, to not just click like because you thought it's funny, but to realize that these are all part of a slippery slope of defining people as in and out of community. Um, I think one of the things that is most fascinating and disturbing about Holocaust history is that the Holocaust was not perpetrated by monsters. When you look in specificity at the people who carried it out, and not just Germans, not just members of the Nazi party, but hundreds of thousands of thousands of thousands of people who collaborated across occupied Europe, their motives are very relatable. Things that you or me could really see in ourselves. People who maybe weren't even hateful, maybe did not hate Jews, but um, had career aspirations. Uh, were motivated by greed, who maybe didn't wish for something horrible to happen to their Jewish neighbor, but weren't too upset if their apartment was available for looting after they were gone. Um, People who, I don't know, we have cases, for example, of someone denouncing a teenage boy for being involved romantically with a German girl who was classified as Aryan by the Nazi regime. That was a forbidden relationship after 1935. So a romantic rival he ratted him out. The guy got sent to a concentration camp because of it. And again, that's not necessarily motivated by hatred, but by the kind of passions and desires and fears and hopes that all of us have. But when they are put into um, a context, especially one where the government is motivated by hatred, it can have absolutely devastating consequences. No, there's there's no doubt. And it, it always, I remember walking through Dachau um, and just thinking about how you're right. These weren't serial killers. These are people that would go to church, kiss their kids goodbye, send them off to school and then go there to be guards or what have you. And that's the thing we always have to remember is that somebody who's a, a baker or a high school teacher through ideology and can, can turn like that. Yeah. I mean, we have a case, one of the more recent collections that we've acquired at the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C., uh, is the personal materials, photographs, um, journals, letters of the deputy commander of the Sobibor Killing Center, uh, which was one of five killing centers in occupied Poland. Mm-hmm. And this was a guy, he was very high up in a place that was built for the sole purpose of the mass murder of human beings, and he got breaks. He got leaves of vacation time where he would go back home to Germany and as you said, kiss his kids goodnight, have dinner with his family, um, you know, go to bed at night with his wife. But he would also bring home um, wealth for them, cash, um, confiscated valuables from the people who he had overseen their murder, um, toys. Um, and he could uh, compartmentalize his way of being, um, both being, you know, in charge of mass slaughter and going home and being a loving father and husband. 
And these materials, uh, we have them because he was actually killed in a prisoner uprising. Jewish prisoners in the camp in the fall of 1943 uh, staged a violent uprising, and they killed him um, along with a handful of other SS guards. And after he had an honored funeral, his, mater- his personal effects were sent home, and his family kept them for decades. Mm. Well, we're, unfortunately, we're out of time, but this is all part of the State Connected Live series. It's from the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum in conjunction with the Valley of the Sun Jewish Community Center and Arizona State University. It's going to be uh, Thursday. You can see it live stream as well. Dr. Edna Friedberg, always, always important stuff. Thank you for coming on. Thanks so much, Rick. Hope to talk to you again. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back with some open lines. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 
800-867-6917. You know, exactly. over time, you know, the more and more you do something, Practice the better you perfect. get at it. Just like, you know, you Anything. didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You Thank know, you. you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Because I'm so good looking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right, let's check in with the man himself, Noah Parker from Pro Wagering as we talk uh, NBA. Noah, LeBron is back. Two doctors said get season-ending foot surgery. And then he said Someone by the name of Le- LeBron James of feet told him not to, that he was healing, and then he said, I'll get an MRI after. But do, do we know who the LeBron James of feet is? <laughs> no, but, I mean, it's something LeBron James would say. <clears throat> I thought he was going to sit out to the playoffs, but I, I guess he's trying to, you know, get the rotations in order and everything. And, um, you know, obviously when he came back, they lost, so. They had a good thing going, and you see this happen a lot. When the Stars come back, the first game, usually struggle. I've been seeing it all over the NBA all season long. Curry came back. I think they lost two in a row after winning four straight or five straight. So it, it's a, not an epidemic, but it happens all the time because you know, you're playing with a certain core of guys, and then, boom, your main guy comes back. you got to switch everything around. So him coming off the bench kind of threw me for a loop, but um, I think he's just trying to you know help Darvin Ham out there with – figuring it out by coming back a little early. So by the time the playoffs come around, they're not as confused. Last night, uh, Nikola Jokic against Philly, and I know Embiid was out, but still 25-17 and 12 assists, joining Wilt and the Big O as the only players in history to do that 10 times uh, in a season. In fact, he has 10. The entire rest of the league only has six. Now, this week I heard people saying, you know, Embiid really could be the MVP or maybe even Giannis is making a late run. Do we really want to give it to Jokic three years in a row? And you could say, well, he run the last two and he's even better this year. How do you see the MVP race? You know, right now uh, the odds are they're about they're both dead even. Uh, I hate, you know, given you know, the fact that he, it would be three years in a row shouldn't be his fault, but you've seen it happen many times in every sport for MVPs where a guy could have won it, but he just won it, and, you know, it's kind of a bad excuse. I think somehow Embiid will win it, but you saw them last night struggle mightily, even like backdoor covered the Nuggets. Without Embiid, they're, you know, a totally different team with Tyrese Maxey, uh, the main cog, with Harden out especially right now. But he is the most valuable player on that team by far. They're not going anywhere in the playoffs without him. Uh, obviously, he's, you know, when he's healthy, he's uh, probably the best big man in the NBA athletically. I mean, Jokic has better vision, but, you know, as a pure big man back to the basket, it's hard to say MB, you know, MB doesn't have every tool. Uh, I, I like Jokic's style and everything. Not flashy at all, and he does enough to win games, but it just kind of sucks that he won it the last two years, and do they really want to give it to a European three years in a row? Maybe, but I think somehow, some way, <clears throat> Embiid will get his his first MVP here uh, in a few months. 
Let's talk about Dallas, because when they went in for Kyrie, we were like, "Uh uh-oh, Western Conference, Doncic, he's now got a guy with him. And then they lost to the Grizz, and then they lost to the Warriors by two, which they're protesting on a bizarre (laughs) inbound play, which they didn't play defense on. And then they lost to a, even with Doncic and Kyrie on the floor, they lost to a shorthanded Hornets team. I mean, they're just going down the drain. What's up with Dallas? Back-to-back games for the Hornets as double-digit favorites um, both times. You know, I that supporting cast really uh, missing a lot after the whole, you know, after that they only had Hardaway and that, that trade they lost a lot of guys. But I, I was a believer in thinking it would work. You know, I just keep thinking Kyrie's going to somehow turn it around, especially before a contract year, but it just doesn't look like it. it's working. I mean, there's not enough supporting actors uh, to help the two main cogs. Don't I don't see how they can fix it to win a championship. I can still see them winning around in the playoffs if they somehow get in. But uh, with those two stars, but I don't see them doing much after that. You know, when um, Damian Lillard, who of course is loyal to Portland, maybe to a fault if you want to criticize him or praise him, either way, he is a blazer for life, it looks like. And they beat the Jazz at the beginning of the week, and I think the franchise got scared. And now it looks like they're just going to kind of rest everybody the the rest of the year. I don't know how they're going to get away with it, but what do you think about that? It's just like I mean, they're not going to get Wenbanyama, but just they get to the point where it's like we're going to go ahead and just uh, do some, uh, you know, time management here and kind of not compete the rest of the year. Yeah, I think they just don't want to get guys hurt, and they know they're not in it anymore. I don't think they're going for you know to drop in the draft that that much, but just to save their best assets. And it's kind of funny how everybody's out. You know, they're just trying the young guys, which is, you know, it's not a bad tactic. I, I, I see teams do this all the time. They get guys minutes. And I thought, you know, like Wisconsin would do it in the NIT. Or, you know, the college teams that are out of it do it. But in the NBA, it's just something you don't see happen a lot. But um, they're obviously trying that now because, you know, you got to get the young guys some time anyway. Why wait till summer league or the G, you know, put them back in the G League? Throw them out there now, see what you got. Um, and then uh, maybe next year you try full throttle again. But I don't know why Lillard hasn't left yet, but he's just super loyal, I guess. A couple more questions from Noah Parker of Pro Wagering. Um, your Knicks, not a great week for them. They did win their, their last game, but losing to the Wolves, the Heat, the, the Magic, not playing a lot of D. Randall showed up, and when Brunson played, he showed up. But... Uh, and they're still, what, 10 over. But as a fan, how are you looking at them right now? I'm just waiting for Brunson to get back healthy. You just got to get everybody back healthy because uh, when the time comes for the playoffs and you, you want to have all your guys at 100%, Brunson's got to get back to healthy. Uh, you just got to maintain right now. I don't see them getting worse than the fifth seed, fifth, fifth sixth seed. They're right now, they just don't want to lose to Donovan Mitchell, the guy they could have gotten in the offseason. So that's all it's about, getting healthy before they play Cleveland in the playoffs. Well, let's talk about Cleveland because, you know, in the East – some people like Boston, some people like Philly, some people like Milwaukee. But Cleveland is right there, and they've won four games in a row. And, yeah, Mitchell has been going nuts there as well. No one's talking about the Cavs, and my question is, should we? Uh, no, I don't think they should. <laughs> I, I wouldn't because the guy, I, after Mitchell and Garland, uh, I, you know, they got rid of love, which I didn't understand, but – I just to me, I, I I don't have any. They win one round, maybe. Uh, after that, they're all they're still too young. No veterans. Uh, these guys haven't been there before. I wouldn't talk about. It. I don't think they're in the top three horses in the East. So I'm going with uh, 
they win one round at the most, and it would be against my Knicks. Then you think about the West, and people talk, of course, about Denver and Memphis, and maybe if KD's healthy, if Phoenix can make a run. And the only reason I think we're talking about the Kings is because they're going to end their long playoff drought finally. But at 15 games over 500, I think they're just one of those teams that we're not talking about yet. Will they actually maybe do something in the playoffs? I want to say yes, just because I have a futures ticket. <laughs> but I don't think that, I don't think they will. Um, like the same same problem. They have height, but they don't they don't use Alex Len or Me Too. Uh, they're just a uh, great team at home. Love De'Aaron Fox and what they have around him, but still too young, too green. I could see them winning one series, maybe surprising people making the second series long, but uh, that's as far as they go. And I know we've he's an easy target. We've talked about him before, but finding out now that Ben Simmons is officially out for the rest of the season, what is it, seven, eight games, um, but he hadn't played – since mid-February, um, and that was the last game before the All-Star break, he had been dealing with knee soreness, but that back is a big issue. He's got a nerve impingement, and you just think about the, the, you know, the games he did play, he averaged seven points, six rebounds. What are they going to do with a guy making this much money? Yeah, we've talked about it all season. Uh Whoever got we're going to be stuck with him is going to have to eat that apple. And uh, how can you? What, what options do they really have? I mean, who's going to want to trade for him? Nobody. Who's going to want to take him? Nobody. You might just have to eat it and just be stuck with it because I don't think anybody else is going to be interested in uh, using him or playing him. And uh, it's just another non non year for uh, Ben Simmons, which is sad because he had so much potential. But he's just going to have to be. To me, he's just going to have to ride into right off into the sunset. Draymond Green, we know that he likes to talk. He actually said something the other day, and I'm like, you know, please don't say something again. But then he said something, I was like, oh, wait, I agree with him. And that is, he said the Warriors want Sacramento in the playoffs. That is, if the Warriors get in. That would be maybe a three and a six if the Warriors can get there. And he said, I want to take a one-hour bus ride. That's why I want the Kings. No offense. And I'm like, oh, I guess that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that'd be a, a matchup you'd want. The Warriors do get there. Obviously, they're a matchup that nobody wants. But, I mean, as a uh, guy that watches the Bay Area games every day, I'm pretty sure you don't think they really go as far as they did last year. They got the target on their back. Nah. They're just not clicking on all cylinders, especially with Andrew Wiggins out, uh, Kansas uh, finest. I don't see the Warriors actually getting anywhere past maybe the second, first, second round tops. Without Wiggins, it's just too much. Yeah, I think they're like my St. Mary's Gales. They'll get through the first round, and then that'll probably be it. Um, last question for you, and I would imagine you're just in, in the dark as the rest of us, but the 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 Wiggins situation, because he's been out so long, it's something extremely serious, whatever it is. Um, have you heard anything tangible as to why this has been going on so long? No, no clue. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's what well, the rumors are, I understand why he's not playing, but I, I do, but I don't. I still think he should be out there. It would help, you know, get his mind off it. And you're still at, you know, you're trying to defend the title, and you, you can't go out there with, you know, your guys when you're on that court. You're not thinking about that as much. Um, I hate the fact that he's not out there, but I do understand if it's the rumor what we hear is true, why he's not out there. But 
Um, it's just it's just big time. Missing him is just big time for uh, for this, any chances of them win anything and uh, pass the second round. There he is, Noah Parker, ProWagering, ProWagering.com. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me as always, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. If you want to get in, we still got time at 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back on Sports Byline. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Sometimes when I'm driving on the road at night, 
I see two headlights coming toward me. Fast, I have this sudden impulse to turn the wheel quickly, head on into the oncoming car. I can anticipate the explosion, the sound of shattering glass, the flames rising out of the flowing gasoline. Right. Well, I have to, I have to go now, Dwayne, because I, I'm due back on the planet Earth. Tittle ain't the man, but Rick Tittle know who the man is, and he slapped his white fanny. I have. I feel bad about it. By the way, <clears throat> when uh, AAA baseball, they have their national champion, as I like to say, and that's when the Pacific Coast League plays the International League, and they play one game. It's not a series. It's just the PCL and the International League. Uh Baseball announced today that that game will be Saturday, September 30th in Las Vegas at the Las Vegas ballpark, the home of the Las Vegas Aviators, which is the Oakland A's AAA team. And in the past, they would play these games either in Memphis at AutoZone Park, at Columbus at Huntington Park, or in Moosick, that's right, M-O-O-S-I-C, Moosick, Pennsylvania, which is basically Scranton, Wilkes-Barre. But Morgan Sword, by the way, before I had Excalibur, I was using the Morgan Sword. Morgan Sword, MLB's Executive Vice President of Baseball Ops, told MILB.com, the AAA National Championship game is a jewel event for so many across the game, and this will be great for fans. We look forward to celebrating the conclusion of the 2023 minor league season at one of the top ballparks in the sport. <clears throat> yeah, and by the way, last year it was won by the Durham Bulls, Kevin Costner. That's the Tampa Bay AAA, by the way. That was the first one that we had had since COVID-19. Now, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but this is just... Once again, a sign that Major League Baseball, or just the baseball world, they want Las Vegas. And it doesn't matter if Bryce Harper wants an expansion team. MLB ain't expanding. They got rid of their... I mean, only only the Oakland A's could mess up Vegas at this point when there's no relocation fee. It's just once you start dealing with Fisher and how vague he is and Dave Cavill, what a snake oil salesman, even Mark Davis couldn't mess up Vegas. I think the A's, if <laughs> could they actually blow it when everything's on a silver platter for them? I don't know. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. We'll do it again.
man, I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.